You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning. America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show only on America's Web Radio. And we're glad to have you listening in. And we've got our always special guest on today, and that's Mr. Steve Moskowitz. Uh, Everybody knows Steve from the standpoint of... Uh, his position with AACA, and it's always a delight. And I thought, uh, as this is a new year, a new year show, that uh, we should have the two Steves going <laughs> back and forth. Back Mr. and forth. Mr. Weber is uh, in California. Is it Cal- or in Texas? Texas, in Texas. Texas. He's in Texas. Well, Texas owns California, probably anyway. So, would you want to? No, not really. <laughs> no, Texas has more sense than that. But uh, anyway. Um, Mr. Ronaldo is here at the round table, and we've got Mr. Moskowitz on the phone from Pennsylvania. So, good morning, Steve. Good morning, guys. Uh, two Steves at one time. I don't know if the world can answer. Yeah, two, two Steves. But uh, we'll, we'll do our best. David, could you turn my, my volume sort of down? Can you hear me okay, Steve? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Oh, good. All right, I had to turn this other thing. Anyway, welcome, and I hope you had a good holiday season up in Pennsylvania. Well, it was a working holiday season. Uh, for you, it always is. How, how about the snow and stuff? Uh, we don't have anything good. Really? And uh, we've we've actually ordered none for this year. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly who did you put that order into? Anybody that would listen. Anybody <laughs> that would listen, yeah. Anyway, so let's, let's talk about uh, first uh, this calendar year. As AACA is the... the uh, uh, person or the club or the group, whatever you want to call it, that sets the tone for a lot of the stuff going on this year. Uh, let's let's see what AACA is planning this year. I know coming up very shortly, within a month, you have the uh, uh, convention and, and speaking as a person who has attended many of these things. I go way back to the Ben Franklin uh, the original Ben Franklin. Yeah, the Ben Franklin Hotel where they had the Legionnaire disease. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, I think personally that the 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 convention is is probably one of the most misunderstood functions that AACA puts on every year. I, I you know we have sixty thousand plus members. And I don't think a lot of them really get what happens there. I, I don't really think they, they get it. Do you? I think. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent right, Steve. And and interestingly enough, you're using the word convention. It's the the title's always been uh, AACA annual meeting. And just about two months ago, uh, we made the decision that coming next year we're going to change the name to annual convention because convention really explains a lot more of what's going on there and I think a lot of our members the, the meeting word kind of throws them off but it's a it is a full full convention it's a convention with a trade show it's a convention with seminars it's a convention with schools it's a convention with uh, dinners and uh, and culminates with a, a, a general membership meeting and then at the very end uh, we got our uh, 
our version of the Oscars, uh, uh, our AACA annual awards uh, dinner, which is a black tie optional dinner where we hand out awards to the best cars of the year, the most outstanding cars of the year, and some of the most outstanding people as well. So it's it's a jam packed uh, weekend. Uh, nobody yes. nobody loves being in Philadelphia in February, but uh, if the weather cooperates, it's a great city with great history to walk around. And uh, the this year the Philadelphia Auto Show will be going on at the same time. And, and where's that? Where, where do they hold it's, that? It's uh, right at the convention center, which is. For some people, walking distance from the hotel, and we're going to try to arrange for Friday for free tickets to all of our members to go and see the the auto show. So, so you can walk to it. You could, but we're going to. There'll be, you know, for a lot of people, it might be better just to hop a cab and run over there. Oh, really? I'm not sure where the convention center is. I've never been there. It, it's close by. It's not. Uh, it's it, it's a it's a it's a long walk, but it, it it's walkable. But it's it's that. That close to that part of town. Well, I, I've had several people talk to me about the, the hotel, all of the stuff going on with the hotel, and and uh, what what's actually happening at, happening with the the host hotel, the Sheraton. Well, it's it's interesting. It's called the the two hundred one hotel now because they uh, they were they, and they were very frank. They were worried that during all this remodeling, they're doing. I think $35 million worth of remodeling that, wow. that they did not want the to get bad reviews on uh, all the websites because of all the, you know, all the construction going on. But they're redoing the front entrance. They're, uh, all the rooms are being redo, redone. All the carpeting is re- being replaced. Uh, they're trying to upgrade the hotel to a much more modern hotel, and they spent a small fortune on their heating and air conditioning system, which they really needed to do. So uh, this year there might be some floors, uh, there might be some noise that people won't like, and there might be some some things that will cause us some issues, but uh, it has to be done, and next year the, the Sheridan 201 will go back to being the Sheridan Philadelphia downtown. Oh, okay. So, and, uh, But it's not going to be a, a disaster. I've no. ended up being in some hotels where... We, upgrading. We don't, we don't believe so, and actually, I'm going down there Monday uh, to check it out personally. And Mike and the team are also going down there. So, um, you know, we don't expect to. The staff is telling us that you know all the same staff is still there. So, um, you know, there might be some minor inconveniences, but uh, for a few days, uh, I think we all can tough it out. Yeah, you know, you can always tell a good business, good run business by the longevity of the employees. And some of those people have been there ever since AACA started doing yeah. the, the, this thing there. So they must be doing something right if they're keeping those guys. Yeah, it's really really kind of amazing. And, you know, a lot of people say, why don't you move the meeting? And there's a lot of different reasons why we don't. But going back there and seeing the same faces and having them just get so excited to see us, We've talked with the staff, and and they've told us that that we're their favorite group that comes in during the year, and and I don't think that's what they tell everybody. I think they honestly feel that way. I think oh, yeah. a real kinship with with a lot of our members and them, and um, and they get excited to see us every year. You know, yeah. <clears throat> Steve, I'm going to interrupt for one second, and. Uh, 
I'm sort of an outsider. I'm on the outside looking in, so to speak. But, uh, you know, everybody in this hobby or in the industry or the business or whatever you want to call it are just nice folks. It starts out, I'm sure there's, you know, there's a bad apple in every batch somewhere, but I've been very fortunate uh, in being with Steve and Jim and, and other folks that I've met in the, in the hobby. They're just nice people. And, you know, the old saying, uh, give me the shirt off your back, they're the first ones that will step up and offer that, you know. I'd sell you mine. I know you would, but yeah. and then you wouldn't give me a warranty either. <laughs> But we, we, we know Steve Ronaldo, don't we, Steve? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's actually a pretty good guy. Um, um, yeah, I, uh, what are some of the seminars? Uh, uh, just off the top of your head. I know there's a lot, but just some that are of interest to people in the car hobby. And then yeah, I, have a, I, I just looked at the, the full schedule. We have to pare it down. Um, this year, there's going to be something a little special. Um, our first lady has spearheaded... Uh, a variety of seminars designed to recognize women in the industry, women in the hobby. Um, so there's going to be far more than there's been in the past. But there, there's also going to be seminars on painting, on spray chrome, uh, on um, Nash history, uh, on um, you know how to protect your. Uh, your documents and how to protect your investments. Uh, one of the top guy, if not the top guy in, in Petrolinia and memorabilia in the country is going to talk about uh, how to how to spot frauds, how to spot signs that are that are not real and those kinds of things. And Mr. Um, Wallace, he does a great job with his insurance stuff. Bob Wallace will be back again. Um, so there's, there's going to be, you know, um, you know, there's going to be a lawyer or two there that are going to talk about you know different different problems that you can get into into this hobby and how to navigate them. So there's a lot of learning that goes on. And of course, very importantly, we start out with our our new judging schools for uh, for the year, and it's a chance to go in and see what has been changed for the year and and uh, get ready for uh, a full meet schedule for the year. Yeah, and if you fly in, which I've done a few times, because usually we stop and visit Brenda's college roommate and her family in Frederick, Maryland, and drive over, uh, it's it's easy to get from the airport to uh, the hotel. Yeah, as long as there's not a Super Bowl game going on. Oh, last year was just crazy, <laughs> man. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all... Uh, of course, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, not to get off topic, but I'm a, a born, you know, spent a, 30 years in Chicago, a Bears fan. big Bears yeah. fan, and uh, they're playing Philadelphia, and, and I think everybody in this office is now a Bears fan, because we don't want to have to deal with a, <laughs> another Super Bowl. Oh, maybe it's not going to be the same week, but that was just a nightmare that yeah, week. It was. But but anyway, now here's a question: Can anybody come to this, or, or is there some kind of entrance requirement? Do you have to be an AACA member? That's it. That's the only entrance requirement. Uh, you can register to come to the meeting uh, if you're an AACA member. 
and um, attend most of the functions. Some of the functions, some of the dinners are uh, invitation only, but the trade show, the seminars, the schools uh, are all open to any member who who goes. And it's uh, you know it's only twenty five dollars for the weekend. Yeah, it's it's very reasonable. And you know, one of the, a lot of people don't, but I I like. I think it's important that we on, on the uh, uh, the business meeting where mm-hmm. people can actually find out and voice their opinion as to the direction and what's going on in in AACA. And I think that's important because a lot of them are closed meetings in clubs and organizations, but you can stand right up and say, God, I hate that guy. Yeah, they usually do. We need a new executive director. That's what the biggest cry of the the weekend is. But so far, so far. Nah, get out of here. That's not true, and you know that. But I mean, there's there's always a, a lot of a lot of yeah. questions and misunderstandings, and that's one of the things that we've tried to do with this show is to to stop some of that. Anyway, we'll take a break and come right back. Okay. Our show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We appreciate you tuning in today. And uh, hopefully we're going to see something that we haven't seen in a long time, the sun. Oh, yeah. We've had so much rain down here. Uh, we're mildewing personally, Steve. <laughs> yeah. But we have, we have a very special guest on today. And uh, we uh, we love working with the AACA. And uh, Mr. Moskowitz was kind enough to say he had... Uh, come in this for the first of the year show so steve welcome as always well it's always my pleasure pleasure to talk to you guys the the great thing is when when uh, all of us talk it's it's a it's a couple guys who just uh, absolutely love this hobby and are passionate about it and want it to be great and when i have conversations with people that that feel that way it, it makes it 
makes it fun for me. So, oh yeah, uh, always, a, always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Uh, let's. I just want to wrap up a couple more things about the the uh, the the now convention. Uh, it's not just you know we don't have the best '57 Chevy or '32 Packard. There's some people awards, and and there's a couple that are I I I really like. The main one being the scholarships that we that AACA gives to students. Uh, I think that's a very important, extremely important part of the hobby is getting letting the kids, letting the young people get the, into this and supporting this and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a, we we put out a multitude of scholarships each year. Um, in the time I've been here, we're well over a hundred thousand dollars in donations to students to um, to further their education. And when you read the biographies of the winners, um, they're all very, very deserving deserving kids. Uh, some of them are disturbing, but most of them are disturbing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the piercing people. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, no, it's, you're right, Steve. Uh, you know, it, it's it's nice uh, helping out the the youth of our country, and some of these kids are very, very impressive. And yes, they are. And we ho- hope that they they go on to continue to love this hobby and be a part of it and and continue it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of those. You know, we give out those scholarships that night, and there's awards to we honor the the you know best book of the year. Uh, we our library gets tons of books in as donations and and uh, uh, brand new books from the publishers, and we we do book reviews on them, and we pick the best one of the year, and so we honor that person that's uh, continuing to help. Uh, Record the history of the automobile and the people that have uh, made it um, into where it is today. And um, you know, we we honor uh, uh, what what typically has become the best museum of the year. And uh, um, so we we try to recognize it's not all about AACA, but it's about the whole hobby. And that's what. That, that again, and I say this probably every time we talk, that's what separates AACA, I think, from a lot of other organizations is that uh, we give back to other clubs, we give back to the general hobby. We want to see everybody thrive. We want to see the um, every single individual mark club and national club uh, be successful and we want to see people who don't want to be affiliated uh, to continue to enjoy the hobby, and so we have our website and our forums and all those kinds of activities. So, um, yeah, it, it's if you've not been, uh, it's it's worth at least it, go up and see what it's about. I I don't think you'll be disappointed. I look forward to it every year. Uh, and another to me, the best part is renewing friendships and seeing people. That I have, I see once a year up there, and that's the only time I see them. So, that's cool. Yeah, there's about a thousand people normally there, and it's a nice size. And uh, there's a lot of chance to sit down with a cup of coffee and a donut in the lobby, and uh, chew the fat, and uh, swap lies, and uh, catch up on each other's uh, life this past year. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. A, it's it's like a mini. It's like a mini Hershey in some ways. Yeah, with with no rust or rain or mud. Yep. <laughs> All right, you 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 sort of let mentioned about other clubs. Now, let, uh, this is always a very touchy subject. 
uh, I know personally from a lot of the organizations, and I, you know, I'm not going to name this one and that one and this one, that there's a lot of concern in in this other clubs and in uh, the hobby in general as to to where the direction of these other clubs is going and and what because we read so many different people what can AACA do for uh, you know the the uh, uh, Hudson Jet Club you know what 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 can they do what what do we do to support these Small organizations that are, are seem to have a be having a tough time. Well, for years, Steve, we've we've uh, on our website we've hosted forums for any other club for free, so they don't pay a dime for that. Um, our library uh, in some of the libraries in this country, uh, automotive libraries, you have to be a member or. It takes an act of God to get into. Uh, our library is a public library, and so anybody in the country or anybody in the world has access to it. And with the new technology we are going to have in the next few months, it's going to make it even easier. We're, we're making a major investment in, in our online catalog. And, um, and, and then, you know, we started uh, quite a few years ago saying to a couple clubs, hey, uh, if you're having a problem finding a place to uh, have a national meet or a regional meet or whatever, why don't you consider coming and joining us? And we've done that with a small club as the Metropolitan Club. We've done it with the Classic Car Club of America um, and um, uh, the Nash Club last year in Auburn. This year, the, the Rolls-Royce Owners Club is joining us at our Grand National Meet in Auburn. Um, and we continue to have that dialogue. The One of the Oldsmobile clubs wants to meet with us, and uh, they're trying to figure out how to, how to pull that off. So we're saying to any other club, look, uh, we're here to help you. And, you know, we've, we've actually have a couple really small clubs who are in danger of folding that are talking to us about uh, becoming a part of us, and that's... That's something that we've, even from your days on on the board, something we've talked about. Um, we're not interested in conquesting or in any other way taking over a car club, but if a car club says, look, we want to exist, but we don't have the infrastructure or the resources, um, especially when we're in our new building, we should have the staff to say, hey, Join AACA, become a division, become a part of us, and uh, we'll publish a magazine for you. We'll we'll take care of all those things that you're finding that are very too hard to to do. And then you know you can come have your meets along with us, and everybody wins. Um, we, we want to see everybody survive. Yeah, I I agree, and and it, it's it's getting it's getting harder for a lot of these smaller organizations as costs rise. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I was t- you know knowing it and being involved with as many clubs as I have been throughout the year. What's amazing to me is is some of these guys, some of these organizations have a, a have a great resource library that you now you mentioned already it. it Number one, they don't have the personnel to to 
it, it's in a it's in a storage unit, and you'll probably see it on Storage Wars one day. But you know, you can't get at it, and and that's the only place. If you if you were to pick up, let's say, uh, um, I don't know, some kind of an old old brass car, like a page or something, and there are there are clubs to support this, but you can't get at the information because they don't have the wherewithal. And yeah, it's a, it's a it's an absolute crime in my opinion. We a couple years ago wanted to host a convention uh, um, here, a symposium for all the automotive libraries in the country, and we were going to pay their hotel bills and for all the meals, everything once they got on site, and we couldn't drum up enough interest in doing so. Um, and it really it it really pained Chris. Chris Ritter, our head, our director of our library, and myself, because we thought this is a good thing. We we thought we could share what's working with each other and and help grow this. But you know, uh, we kind of we trademarked the name America's Automotive Library because that's who we plan on being. We've got over two million uh, items in our in our inventory now and we are going to be making an announcement very very soon about the acquisition of one of the um, largest be careful how I phrase this one of the largest public collections in the world and the best collection of owner's manuals going back to day one that I've seen in my entire life. I, I literally got weak in the knees when I went through the material because they're they're all there, and you name the obscure brand, and they're there, and they're in pristine condition. Um, so we yeah, that's be, fabulous. We will be getting that, and along with another collection that's coming from the West Coast, we will be uh, in the next five years probably over four million documents. Um, that's the biggest then. But I think so. I think uh, by far, and we I mentioned new technology. We we just signed an agreement for the most sophisticated online catalog software that there is today in this country, um, and uh, we're going to start to get the ball rolling on that. As I told somebody the other day when they were questioning about the need for a new library. Um, when you see what's going on there, we're the only library, automotive library, in the world that has three librarians with their master's degree. Uh, the librarian is, libra- library is a serious business for us, and um, Chris and Matt and Mike do a phenomenal job. Yes, and, they do. And the, the resources that we're going to to have and the ability to share them down the road is is just going to continue to magnify and and um, become more and more accessible to the world in a, in a yeah. easier and a better way. So we're we're really excited about all the new things that uh, that we're going to have eventually with our our new library. Yeah, I, that's great. I, I I think the library is 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 the most essential. I, I I've got that two cylinder Maxwell and. A Model A Maxwell, trying to find information on that is all in Bill Johnson's basement, and and Bill is really sick, and he can't get to it. Now what do you do? 
Yeah. You know, it's a bad thing, too, Steve. A lot of these collections, uh, particularly when somebody brings them to us, don't realize how important the storage is. And so um, they develop mold and they... um, uh, they start the pages start to come apart, and um, and then once you lose some of this paper stuff, it's just too costly to to restore it. And a lot of them can be, but it's just outrageously expensive. And time, yeah, yeah. And you have the facilities, Steve. We're, we're going to have to take our uh, next break, and uh, we'll be back with Steve Moskowitz right after this. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. Forty-five years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Mr. Steve Ronaldo is here and Mr. Steve Moskowitz is there. So you can't beat the two Steves. Can't beat them. Can't beat them. A pair of twos. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Steve, you and I talked about uh, beforehand. One thing that I wanted to get in is... Your feeling about the hobby, the industry, the business of classic cars being an investment. I know uh, Mr. Leno has done a large investment into uh, classic cars, but not everybody can be a Mr. Leno Leno, and uh, be able to uh, afford the cars that he can. But uh, Jay Leno is is certainly active in the the, uh, hobby as is Mr. Ronaldo, as is Mr. Moskowitz. But how do you, what do you see in the future classic cars as an investment? You know, that's a touchy subject with so many people, and, and you know, people have their different views. I think a lot of us always have gone into this strictly for the love of the cars and, and the investment uh, was not a part of our thought process we we bought we restored what we loved we enjoyed the excitement of the the research and, and the history of the car and then getting to work on the car and, and bring it back to life but there there is a real world about this uh, that nobody buys something looking forward to losing money on it I mean you don't buy a house and Say, oh, I can't wait. When I get out of this thing, I'm going to lose a whole bunch of money. You, you, you don't want to to think along those lines. So, you know, sooner or later, based on, you know, um, 
what you want to leave to your children and your family and all that stuff, you, you need to kind of think, uh, have I made the right decisions? Uh, am I way, way off base? Uh, does money not mean anything to me? But uh, there is a real-world legitimate concern about what, what our cars are going to be worth down the road. Um, it, it's kind of an interesting subject that I don't know if anybody's got their finger on the pulse. I try to talk to, I have a lot of friends in the auction world. Um, you know, to this point, I mean, last year was a phenomenal year for a lot of the auction houses. Uh, RM Sotheby certainly had a, a, a banner, banner year. Um, and they're expecting, you know, this to continue. They think there's still enough people in the hobby uh, that that continue to want cars and um, they think it's, it's going to be strong. How long it's going to be strong, that's the, that's the key. What's going to happen on the, the other side of the equation? What's going to happen with legislation? What's going to happen to, uh, to the kinds of things that could impact our hobby negatively? And, and that could certainly... Um, you know, affect the value, but the, the, I think there's still most of us. We buy what we like, and whatever they turn up to be worth, they turn up to be worth. And um, the people that want to expect speculate on the the real high end of the hobby, they'll always be there. That wealth will always be there, and God love them because they're saving these amazing machines that none of us could ever dream of affording. And and I I don't look, look my nose look down my nose at them like some people do. Uh, I appreciate uh, those people that can buy those multi-million dollar cars and uh, the, the people will say, oh, that's stupid money, that's crazy. Well, it's not stupid to them. And if they can afford it, God love them. So, uh, um, you know, our, our, our feeling is that the market's going to may be strong for the next few years. But when you start to get 5, 10, 15 years out, that's where I start to kind of have some concerns, um, not knowing what's going to be, what the world's going to be like then and, and what our politicians uh, might do to us. So um, it's, a, it's, it's unknown, unknown um, waters uh, down the road here, I think. Yeah, it seems to me, you know, I, I watch certain of, certain of the auctions and, and you look at this stuff. I think certain cars, I, their value is sort of uh, up and down. You just go back not that long ago, a 57 Chevy convertible, fully restored, was bringing $120,000 at the auctions. Now they're bringing about fifty. Uh, muscle cars, except for the real odd muscle cars, seem to have dropped in price. Uh, but the big super collector cars, uh, like that one Ferrari GTO, they're predicting is going to, when it goes for auction, is going to be the first hundred million dollar car. Uh, the supercars seem to be doing real well, but a lot of the cars that we lusted after and people lusted after of our age when we were younger and wanted to have seem to have peaked and, and are now becoming more accessible to the average guy, I think. Uh, you're right, and, and, and you know that's not a bad thing. No, not at all. Uh, so, you know, yeah, but, but you know, this, this, 
prices have always been cyclical. I mean, Ferraris now are out of sight, but all of us remember when Ferraris took that phenomenal rise and then crashed and burned for yes. several years. And um, I, I, the the only cars that that I see that I think permanently are being affected is some of the basic production cars in the twenties. Um, those cars seem to be quite oh, they're soft. great buys they're yep. wonderful and they're wonderful cars they're supercars yep yep they're very very affordable fun fun so i i think you know what may hurt some people uh, is going to be an opening to other people to get in to enjoy the hobby and to get that car that that at one time was just way out of their reach and now it's come back down to to level waters but you know so you aren't in for that $100 million GTO? You're not in for that one, huh? I'm in to watch the sale. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, no, no. Okay, Steve, with your, with your crystal ball, is there going to come a time in, say, 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it happens to be, that uh, there are two different classifications, the combustion engine car and the hybrid and or the electric car that will all become uh, classic cars. Well, I think cars. it's going to be a lot sooner than that. Um, um, my crystal ball says that when you look at the amount of money that's being thrown into the billions and billions of dollars into the research and the development for the um, electric cars and autonomous cars uh, I think that's that's in our near future and then then the important thing is to have organizations like AACA and SEMA with the strength to lobby and make sure that whatever comes out of Washington um, does not legislate us as a hobby out of existence and if we're quiet and if we're not organized that well could happen and boy, that, that's, that's a message that if I can get on my soapbox for a second, that I think all your listeners really need to think about. Um, a lot of people aren't joiners today, and, and but they don't understand the importance of having a strong national car club or clubs to fight for what is important to everyone in this country that loves um, historical automobiles. And very easily, if we put our head in the sand and say nothing will happen, I guarantee you something bad can happen. And if you take a look at some of the legislation that uh, has been pushed over in Europe and and tried to be pushed in California, it, it's scary as hell. And we we just can't afford that. So the the major organizations, whether they're something like a trade organization as SEMA or AACA, are extremely important um, to the future of our hobby. And we need to stay diligent and make sure that um, we understand what's happening in Washington. Maybe, maybe AACA and the petroleum in- industry ought to uh, start talking. Well, I tell you what, you know, when I when I talk about this subject with people and about the future of cars, it, it, you know, the the practical side says, okay, so what's going to happen to the petroleum industry if we go to all electric cars? Um, can you imagine the damage to the economy, at least in the short term? I mean, uh, the effect on jobs, the effect on on uh, taxes. And, you, you name it. I mean, the, 
our roads are being you know maintained and and produced in a lot of ways by taxes on gasoline so you know what are we going to further tax electricity i mean the whole thing is kind of kind of wild and has a lot of things that smarter people than me are going to have to figure out but um it, it is very obvious from everything i read in the trade journals and whatever that um what's happening in the, the development side of all the major automobile manufacturers uh is really heavily geared towards electric vehicles well, that's what the kid, that's what the young people are are interested in. And I, th- you know, I'll give the, some of the the legislation guys a, a, a sort of a. I don't think they understand what they're. I don't think they understand the ramifications of what they do when they do this this kind of stuff. I don't think it's all thought through years down. I think it's just immediate knee jerk reaction to society today, instantly now. So I don't think they think about this, especially the old cars. They just don't. Most of those people don't have any idea or could care less. I don't. But I don't think they mean to hurt it. But I don't think they know how. Well, I don't think absolutely. they know. And, and the the caucus uh, in the legislatures, um, while there are a bunch of car guys that are that are both in in state legislatures and national legislatures. Um, uh, there's not enough of them, and and we don't communicate well enough of that. That's why I've been my pet idea for the last 15 years that I've tried to to move forward is the fact that that all the car clubs and all the industry and all the media that are uh, involved in the antique car hobby need some kind of centralization so that we have enough clout, enough pow- power to move the needle with with Washington. And um, some way we got to get there because we got to speak with a very strong voice. I, I'm I'm extremely concerned about um, the fact that that we have too many people in the hobby that'll sit back and say, "Well, somebody else will take care of it." Well. Um, I don't think we can do that. No, SEMA tries. SEMA does a, a, as good a job as anybody um, in most areas, but not in, in all areas that would affect us. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they've, 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 they, the, without SEMA, without their, uh, uh, their political arm, uh, a lot of bad legislation would come through, and, and we, need, we need to support them. Uh, being a member of SEMA SAN is is free. They have a great website. You can learn all about the legislation that goes on in your particular area, and and um, easily um, contact your your officials and and talk to them about it. That might might be a good idea for you someday to have uh, Colby Martin from uh, SEMA on your show and talk to him about all the stuff that they're doing. And and all right, well maybe you sometime can can. Give David the contact information, sure. uh, but and it's not just the the legislation stuff. And we've we've. I want to talk a little bit more about AACA's upcoming schedule. It's it's how hard is it getting to be right now to find somebody who can do diamond button tuft upholstery for your nineteen oh nine whatever. You know, and and that's another part of this thing that I think AACA is taking 
taking the lead in this hobby to try to induce people to get into this business uh, because that's getting harder and that kind of stuff like wheelwrights there's two left uh, the guy in Ohio and Calmers those are the only two I know who do wooden wheels anymore yeah and uh, when Rick Britton retires from doing high quality brass I kind of wonder where that's going to go um yeah, it's one of the reasons why we've upped our support uh, on several colleges to hopefully make sure that these kids, when they leave school, they get gainfully employed. And, and they're hired. They're, these kids have yeah. a job in their juniors in college. We're gonna we're gonna have to interrupt here and take our last break. We'll be back with Steve Boskowitz right after this. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We have Mr. Steve Moskowitz, uh, Executive Director of AACA, on today. And uh, by the way, uh, one of the reasons I called Steve to be on was to wish him a Happy New Year. So, Happy New Year, Steve. And uh, thank you. Same uh, to you guys. Hope that the. uh, Hobby uh, has a very good year in 2019. Amen. Yeah, I think we will. Let's uh, let's talk about 2019. And from the AACA perspective, yeah, what you what you think? What was your your opinion of Hershey? Everybody, I don't care if they're AACA members or not. Uh, they all know about Hershey. They all talk about Hershey. And uh, uh, what was your opinion of this this year's event? Well, it was interesting because, you know, I think on Wednesday we got sunburned. Yes. Thursday we got rained upon. And Friday we got wind. And Saturday we got all, all four of them. And, <laughs> at once. So we had we had a, a weekend of interesting weather. I myself thought there was a lot of energy at Hershey. I talked to a lot of vendors who had a phenomenal year, and it, to me, it seems like a lot of stuff is starting to come out of 
you know people that have been collecting for years I, I, i'm wondering i'm wondering if you take a certain piece of memorabilia how many times it's been sold at, at hershey because it just it keeps well tra- traveling around but um i from our perspective uh our you know the club's club's merchandise sales were extremely strong uh, despite the weather um and you know, a lot of times I gauge what's going on in the hobby by the number of people that come up to me to to have a complaint about something or other. And I didn't get a single, not one single one the entire week. I'll remember to do that next year. I, I, I will come up and complain about something. I will, I, will, I will quickly see you and go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, I thought it was strong. That while there were some empty spaces, and some of that was due to the storms down south and, and uh, the problems with the hurricanes, um, and some, you know, traditionally uh, uh, people don't show up for one reason or another. But all the, all the spots were sold that were paid for. Um, so. Uh, car corral was pretty strong. The car show was certainly strong. I I thought. I, I came away really energized from Hershey this year because the people I talked with seem to be so excited about what's going on in their little world of, of, of the automobiles and the cars they're driving and restoring or upcoming tours or uh, upcoming shows for the year. And um, uh, there seemed to be a genuine... I don't know, optimism about uh, where the hobby was, which I didn't quite expect to, to, to see. Uh, and, yeah. What about all those changes, at the, the brochure that we got and all of this and, 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 and stuff? Up. When we up, went up for the national awards, you could see the barricades yeah. uh, up, and they're going to reconfigure the flea market, and, and those people will have spots, right? Yeah. I mean, they're... they're it, it's they're, they're not reconfiguring the flea market, but the problem is that that Hershey Entertainment Resorts are spending a hundred and fifty million dollars to develop. Uh, I think it's twenty three acres to expand the footprint of the the park, and they're going to have a I think another hotel there, a, re- a restaurant, uh, and of course more rides and 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 even bigger candy store than they have now. Um, so for a year or so, uh, they need a staging area for the construction crews. And stuff. Oh, it's not permanent. Oh no, no, no. Oh, see that, that I I thought, and it, and most of the people I I I have talked to are assuming that they're going to f- get new. Uh, this whole thing is going to completely change. All of those hundreds of flea market spots are are going to be relocated no, forever. See, I didn't it, under know that. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's Redfield South especially that's going to be affected because that's close to the construction site. Yes. Um, but no, this is only temporary. There are okay. you know, all the materials sent out to the vendors uh, this year from the region. It, it was explained in detail. There's a post on our website that explains it. Good. As, as well, but no, this is just a temporary deal, and that's you know, good to Hershey know. In, Hershey invests another hundred and fifty million dollars into their property. That's nothing but a good sign for us because it's also going to mean more parking area, and it's going to mean the fact that they are committed to being there 
And if they're committed to being there, they're going to certainly still want us to be there. Oh, that's a huge, just got to be the biggest weekend. Anyway, one other thing uh, that I want to mention, sort of, it's Hershey, but it's not. This year, I made the effort to go and walk over to the new building and walk around it. And I, I, I was just amazed at the size of the building, for one, and the size of the, the uh, if you will, lot that it sits on. I, I had no idea, because you only see that one little part with that sort of clear glass-looking tower thing. That's what you see. You don't see how big this thing is yeah. and the potential that it, this, this building offers. Yeah, it's, you know, there's, there's 187 parking spots there. We have about 15 here in our building now. So, um, but it's on six acres. It's a, it's a beautiful campus. Um, uh, we'll almost triple our usable indoor space. Um, we've been meeting with the architects to do the interior design, get everything ready, and a major change to the front of the building. Um, this thing is going to be, as long as we we raise all the funds necessary, this thing is going to be spectacular. Um, not just in the way it looks, but um, inside the, the, the things that we have planned for the enjoyment of the visitors, um, whether it's a uh, a pretty significant car display uh, to uh, a much better way to, to show our national award trophies uh, to a room that's dedicated strictly to AACA history um, and special rooms for authors to sit in there and close the door and, and work on their projects and a computer bank in the library for people to come in and, and work off online stuff. Um, it's going to be just, just incredible. I mean, with yeah. the level of excitement we have about um, what we're able to do in in what we feel, if we if we had to put a pin in the map of where we would want to be located, if we had our choice, it's exactly where we wanted to be located. Oh, it's great. I I was really impressed. I honestly, all I saw ever have seen is the front. Uh, is there uh, anything on the website uh, aaca.org where about uh, plans, pictures, sort of ideas for somebody can some of the members can go and look at it. You don't even have to be a member. You can go look at it because this is the hobby's headquarters. Yeah, we, we will soon. Um, we had some basic designs that, that basically the staff had had worked through and with an architect but now we're coming up with the what the real looks going to be and as soon as we get that done we eventually hope to have on our website uh, a 3d um, video where you could walk through the whole building wow that's amazing so um, our, our architects do that and um, um, we'll hopefully on Monday or Tuesday have a a PayPal site to uh, to make a donation to this. That's the next thing. How's the, the the fundraising going? We have a lot of very, very generous members. We have a lot of people that have supported this. But this is a huge, huge project. And the challenge that I made to all our members is for every single member to send in $100. And if everyone did, we would be in clover. 
Um, unfortunately, that hasn't happened. Um, so we are not where we need to be now, um, but we're we're working very hard with everybody that we know that can make a, a difference, and um, we're just hoping that people people understand that this is a way to leave a lasting legacy to to the hobby. Um, uh, I had a guy donate five cars the other day um, and um, donated with the express purposes of, for us to sell them to raise money for the building. And, Great. Um, so some people are, are kind of getting what we're trying to do there. It's not that, you know, Steve and Chris and the staff want to work in a beautiful new building. That's not it at all. Uh, based on the fact that we now have boxes sitting in the lobby of our library, we are we are completely out of room um, to, to expand our library. And as I said, it is going to expand. It's going to double in the next five years. Yeah. And, and we need, I need a we need the club needs another employee, and we have no room. We, we don't have a single office. Well, I, I, I can I can tell that the fundraising isn't going as good as as you would like because at the national awards of stale donuts. Come on, <laughs> they weren't stale. <laughs> you just didn't brush your teeth that way. Oh, I see. But but anyway, I I am very impressed. We've we've donated to several of the causes. Brenda and myself, and and uh, I I think we I think the, there's two things in this hobby that I think are pace setting AACA, the club, and the Gilmore Museum. I I think those two entities are the the ones that are going to to groom the future, if you will, for for this hobby. I really do very much. Well, we're trying to do our part, and I don't want to gloss over when you said you and Brenda donated. Uh, I think your listeners should know that uh, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. Uh, Steve and Brenda have been very generous to a variety of causes here with the club, and we are certainly most appreciative of the well, fact thank you. that uh, they care enough and uh, they are part of what we do. So um, um, some people just talk about it and do nothing about it, but... Uh, much as I hate to give you a compliment, I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wrote that down in the notes, Steve. Yeah, that's in the notes. Uh, I'm actually just, David, trying to butter them up for a bigger donut. A bigger, more, more money? That's what you want, huh? More money. Okay. <laughs> Means in the method, huh? Yeah. Well, Steve, I want to thank you for everything. Uh, we've got about 30 gotcha. seconds to go. Uh, any last, quick last words? Uh, just be happy, be healthy in the coming year. Hope all your listeners uh, do as well. Uh, and uh, look us up at www.aaca.org and uh, consider joining us. If you're not a member, it's uh, the best forty bucks you'll ever spend, and we'd love to have you as a member. And if uh, and if you are, send your donations because this this is really important for the for the for the hobby, not just the club, but for the hobby. I believe that wholeheartedly. Amen. Steve, thank you. Happy New Year, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking real soon. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye now. You know, Steve, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I don't think there's a rotten apple in this this hobby. Uh, You know, Steve is more than cooperative and helpful and 
Um, we appreciate AACA. We appreciate their executive director, Mr. Steve Moskowitz, and uh, thank him for being on today. So we'll be back next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.